and welcome back to Live 100 Podcast. I am Rosie and it's so good to be with you. And today we are thrilled to have our accomplished guest and business banker, Tracy Cotto, who brings over 16 years of experience in the financial service industry and who over the years has become a true expert in networking and building professional connections. Tracy is sharing with us lessons learned, strategies, and the do's and don'ts of networking. So whether you are new to networking or a seasoned professional, you can apply her knowledge for your individual and business growth. So Tracy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are an expert in networking. I am so excited that you're here with us sharing your knowledge and the skills that you developed over the years. So tell us about your journey, how everything started. Well, I work in the financial services industry. I was a branch manager for 16 years with large banks. And I did a little bit of networking with that, but really within the past six years, I've jumped into it more. Was still a branch manager. Now I've moved into being a business banker with Star Credit Union. And that gives me the opportunity to really get out there, do more in the community and be part of the networking events. And I realized that unless you're out there actually meeting people, it's harder for people to even know that you're there. And when I first started, I honestly was a bit intimidated by it because you don't know what people are going to say, what they're going to think of you. It's a natural reaction. And the more I did it, the more I realized it's just like when you're younger and you're going out and making friends. So it's a very natural thing now where you just go out and talk to people. And for me, I want to try and find groups that make sense with what I'm doing as a business banker. So I've been drawn more towards the women's networking groups. So I'm part of two of those. I am the treasurer for professional women of Flagler County. And I'm also a leader called a ladder group for the boss lady, which is a Volusia County based networking group for women. And the reason it's called a ladder group is that the leader, Teresa Rand, had come up with the concept of whenever you become a successful professional woman, that you don't want to get up there and pull your ladder up. You want to leave it down to try and help hold those who are working their way up the ladder and help them to grow as well. So women supporting women. And to me, that really hit home. I love the idea. And, and along with an, another friend of mine started a chapter, a ladder group in Palm Coast, which is Flagler County. And now that you have developed these skills, it is so important for, for the newcomer, for the people who would like to do the same thing. Like, how can I get this done? Now, for some people I know, it's easy to do. They have these natural skills of connecting and talking to people that perhaps they don't know anything about. And there are others that is a little bit more challenging. And those are the ones also that ask, what can I do to make this special connection? So what are some of the strategies that you have found has been more effective for a business growth? What have you found? Well, I would say as far as strategy, try and find things that resonate with you, that you connect with. Find something that speaks to your heart. Go to it with a mindset of, I'm going to talk to this person. You don't need to become best friends with everybody in the room. Yes. I think that's what makes some people afraid to go to networking mm -hmm. is the feeling of, I have all of these people in this room that I have to make them want to know what I do. 
if I come away from a networking event and I've made two or three good connections, I feel like it was a major success. It is successful. Yes. And one thing that is very special about you, and maybe it will apply to others at this point listening to us, is that you've been in this city not for too long, that you have moved from one state to another. So everything was brand new. What steps did you take when you first moved to this new state and you said, I need to start networking? What were the beginning steps that you took to take you where you are now? I'd say it started with working with the Chamber of Commerce in mm -hmm. the different cities. And from that, you can get connected to different groups as well. So that's how it grew organically for me. The Chamber of Commerce have groups called leads groups. And the idea is that you're getting together normally on a weekly basis. There's a person for each category. So like, for example, a banker, uh, insurance person, a lawyer, etc. And only one person will fill that role. And you get together, you get to know each other. And to me, that's the essence of the networking is the consistency of it, the getting to know them, who that person is at their core and making sure that you're trying to help each other. It's not just about going and giving them your business card and your 30-second elevator speech. It's about really getting to know who each other are as a person and how you do business and what makes you special. That's where it started for me. And for those who are not familiar with the term elevator speech, yes, tell us more about it. What it contains, what information it includes, how long it should be. It's basically just a little 30-second commercial on what you do and why they would want to do business with you, who you are. So for me, I'm a business banker with Star Credit Union. I've got over 20 years experience in the industry. I help business owners to get access to financing such as auto equipment, commercial real estate, lines of credit. That's the elevator speech. From your experience, what type of things have you applied to break the ice? When you go to a room that you don't know anyone or your first time walking into this particular room that you belong to, what was the conversation to make that connection? What the networking groups, people are sort of expecting you to come up and introduce yourself. So it's not as weird as walking into possibly any other room that isn't <laughs> working and just being like, hi, I'm Tracy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, at the networking groups, they expect you to, to mix and mingle. And if all you really have to do is go up and introduce yourself. And I always start with asking about them because if you come from a place of wanting to get to know them, then they're more likely to want to learn about who you are and what you do as well. And if you are letting them talk about what they do, you get to know how they serve with their product or service is. And then you can think about who you know that might be a good connection. For example, I met a gentleman at a chamber event that he followed up with me. He does health insurance. And then another woman that I know through the boss lady community, she does PR in the healthcare industry. And I thought when I was speaking to her, I'm like, I know somebody that you should be connected to. Because that's what she's looking for is connections in the healthcare industries there. And now they've had a Zoom. So it's just that organic, again, growth of how can I help? How can I support? And then people will just genuinely try to return the favor. And then once you have created that connection, how do you make that connection long lasting that will benefit both of you? Consistency, making sure that you're showing up at the events. Because if it's a weekly event and you're only going once a month, you're not going to build that trust. Again, trying to look out for their best interests and making sure that you're supporting them. And also, if they send you a referral, making sure that you're following up in a timely manner, that you're communicating with the referral that they've entrusted you with. 
friend or family member, coworker, you want to make sure that you're treating them the way you'd want to be treated. And if you do a good job with them, then that's obviously going to make them want to refer more business to you. Are there any tools that you have seen or systems that people apply in growing these referral-based connections? Do you see anything that people use on a regular basis to make this happen? Well, one thing that I've seen come up, it used to always be just paper business cards. Mm. So I still like to have them. What's recently evolved is the QR codes. And then you're in this person's phone because they pulled up your QR code. So you can have them say, follow up with them as well. That's a great tip because even in social media, they have those QR codes that also they can follow you in social media if you have a business account or a personal account that you want to share some information. Another thing that I've heard is to just ask them for their contact information. I don't have any business cards. And then you can put their information in your phone and you've got it and you can follow up with them as well. What other suggestions do you have that will help us ease that transition to networking in the business world? Be sure that you followed up with the connections that you've made. Reach out to them via LinkedIn. Send them a follow-up email about meeting them and try to schedule a follow-up appointment. Don't just walk into a networking event and be the talker. Like You're letting people have a chance to tell you about what they do. And you're not just doing speed networking where you're, here's my card, here's my card. Because people basically shy away from you if that's really what you're doing. Because then it's all about you and they're not really getting a chance to make that connection with you. And... To do a one-on-one because you can get to know people at the networking events, but when you're in a one-on-one scenario in a situation, it's a lot easier to just sit down and have a real conversation with someone and really get to know them better. And in getting to know about what they do, what kind of questions do you ask during that first introduction? Well, I've had people tell me who they are and their titles. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times those titles... Doesn't say much, Um, right? It's like, tell me more. (laughs) Like, okay, what does that mean? Tell me what exactly you do in a day, just so that they can explain it a little bit better so you have a better understanding. Yes, what do you do in a day? You know, that's a great way to approach it because titles these days are very creative too. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And with so many new industries and professions and social media alone, some titles were not there years ago. I like that. I like that. What do you do in a day? (laughs) So now that we have all this for the new person starting networking, what do you suggest? If you're just starting, your local chamber is always a really good resource. They usually have the leads groups. You can start to make connections there and find out again about different groups that in your community. If you're someone who's into horses or gardening or surfboarding you know there's going to be different groups so google's your best friend see what's out there because any group can really truly be a networking group as well and for the seasoned networker what are the things you see that anyone can improve even though you are been doing this for years that's a good question for me it just comes back to making sure that you are consistently following up because everybody is so busy these days trying to juggle so many hats and so many roles You want to make sure that you're setting follow-up appointments with them, but you're being pulled in a lot of directions at work. So whatever system you've been using to track it, make sure you get their information in there so that it doesn't get lost somewhere and you've lost that connection, that opportunity. Do you take some special time during the week to do this or you do it immediately after the event is over or during the event? What has worked for you? 
I normally try to get them into our system within 24 hours, mm. the next business day. Yes, because after a while, the network grows to dozens of people, then hundreds of people, and how to remember and connect different industries. So definitely, it's a good idea to have a way to organize database or any other thing. It's a plus. So Tracy, this has been so amazing. What is next for you? What projects are you working on? What is next for Tracy Cotton? As a business banker, I support six branches, so I've been doing a lot of training so I can be out there doing more networking and getting in front of more business owners that I can help to make sure that they know I'm here and that I'm a resource for them. That is phenomenal. And to conclude this wonderful information and this conversation, tell us the best way to reach you for more information. My email is my last name, C-O-T-T-O-T at Vistars, that's V-Y-S-T-A-R, C for credit, U for union, dot org. And also they can go to one of those networks activities that you go. Where is this particular networking group that you go to? The professional women of Flagler County, there's a breakfast meeting the first Friday of every month. And then we have a social after hours event, which is the third Wednesday of every month. And the boss lady community, that's the third Monday of every month. And then they have different events throughout the month as well. Some of them you don't have to even be a member. Some you can come as a guest. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for sharing this information and your knowledge with us. It's been fantastic. Thank you. What a great conversation. And thank you for sharing this message, for being part of this journey of this community. And I invite you to visit her social media that is full of insight and inspiration. And once again, thank you for listening and like, leave a comment and subscribe. Follow us because like I always say, life is better when we live it at 100. <laughs>